Welcome to Awaken the Wisdom podcast. Here you will learn the sacred teachings and conscious practices to rewire your subconscious mind, transmute energy, and create your new reality by design. As a Theta Healing practitioner and spiritual coach, I'll guide you through all the secrets of the subconscious mind to move from surviving to thriving, alchemize your life, and awaken the wisdom within. Check out the link below to find out all the ways you can work with me to connect with and live through your highest self, release years of self-limiting beliefs, and attract the abundance, love, and freedom that you deserve. It is my hope that you will use this channeled wisdom to self-heal, manifest on demand, and become the creator of your reality. It's time to awaken the wisdom within. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Awaken the Wisdom podcast. Today is going to be some tough love from Emily. And that is because we are constantly looking for help. We are in this day and age of constantly being flooded with information of how to heal, how to balance our chakras, how to do financing, how to invest. This age of Aquarius has provided us with so much and yet is taking away the one thing that is important for our own growth. And that is for us to help ourselves. So I'm calling you out. I'm calling you out on your bullshit. And don't worry, if you feel this is tough love, I literally had the same conversation with myself five minutes before I hopped on here. And it's time to help ourselves. It is time to stop asking for help, stop looking for help, and do the work ourselves. And the catalyst for this conversation and this tough love that I'm giving you as well as I gave myself is that I had a client come to me the other day and we start off our session and every time I start my alchemy coaching sessions, I say to my clients, okay, well, how was the past week for you? How was it integrating all the conscious practices that were channeled? Because the way the program works is We have the subconscious reprogramming, which is on me. I'm the theta healer here, so I do the subconscious reprogramming for my clients. But then also I channel information from creator, from their spirit guides, from their angels, in order for them to integrate all of these new downloads, activations, beliefs into this third plane of existence. So it's kind of bringing the energy into matter. But that's on them. I usually channel this from, and most of the time, they're channeling it from their own highest self. So it's themselves telling themselves what to do. And yet still, it isn't being done. So this one client that I had, she came forward and said, I haven't done anything from last week. And this had become a pattern that I noticed that every week she'd come forward and say, I didn't get it done, or I did it for two days, and then I kind of fell off. And so it got me thinking about myself. First and foremost, it turned inward on me saying, am I a good coach? Am I doing the right thing? Maybe I need to do more. Maybe I need to overcompensate. Maybe I'm not doing enough. My survival self, my undercurrent self just took me into 
it's me. It's a me problem. I got to fix it. Let me try and do more and give more to this client. Maybe if I give her more sessions and maybe if I give her more tools and resources, she'll get it done. And I had ruminated on this for a little while and it really took me to a dark place. It made me question my my profession in general and my purpose and if I'm living on purpose and if this is exactly what I'm meant to be doing. And so in my own meditation, connecting with creator and connecting with my higher self, I kind of got a little smack in the back of my head of this is not a you problem. Stop making it a you problem. And it came down to you can only help those who are willing to help themselves. And so this is my message for you. If you are not willing to help yourself, then no matter what you participate in, no matter if it has helped hundreds and thousands of other people, no matter if you are getting trained by a world-class professional, it won't help you. You have to help yourself. You have to be willing and wanting to help yourself. And a lot of us get into the newest and latest fad of how we can heal and how we can alchemize our life or talk to spirit guides, open up our chakras. This has now become a trend, right? The only problem with that is we're constantly looking for something outside of us to tell us about ourselves. We're constantly looking for the easiest way out. And I'm telling you right now, you got to put that to rest. If you're looking for the easy way out, you're not going to be doing the work of the highest and greatest good for you. It's almost like cheating. You're cheating yourself by taking the easy way out, by looking for external resources to help you. Now, I want to make something very clear. I'm not saying don't hire a coach, a teacher, a guide, because if I did, then I would be out of business. What I am saying, though, is to not rely on that person or that resource or that tool to be your way out. With the example for this client, she channeled all the information for herself of what she needed to do to bring her to a place that she wanted to be at, the reason why she signed up for the program. But that there was that block. And we had worked on the subconscious level to release those blocks. For her, it was just taking action. So my first step and tip for you, if this sounds like you and you're feeling maybe triggered by this and it's creating a little bit of an upset within you. One, great. That's a, that's my job here is to trigger you to test your beliefs so that way you can challenge them and you can alchemize them. Again, if I didn't do this, I wouldn't be a good coach. I would be somebody who is holding your hand, who is pretty much enabling you to continue this pattern. And that's not why I'm here. I'm here so you put yourself into an uncomfortable position where you will change, where you will challenge those limiting beliefs that you said, I can't do this. I'm not good enough for this. I can't write that book. I can't launch that course. I can't be with a divine partner. I'm here to tell you, you can do all of that. You just got to help yourself. You just got to do the steps, even if it's uncomfortable. So my first tip for you is to sit with the feelings of discomfort if it has come up while listening to this podcast episode. If you're sitting there and saying, Emily doesn't know what she's talking about or she has no idea how hard it is to actually take action because those are some of the thoughts that I have thought myself when my coach and teacher called me out on this. 
in addition to I've heard this from some of my clients as well when I've gently touched on this topic of do you actually want to help yourself so that's what I want you to question sit with yourself in meditation and ask yourself do you actually want to help yourself not do you want help do you want to help yourself the question is very different and the results will be very different as well if you're continuously looking outside of yourself for help, then you are still not alchemizing all of those limiting beliefs. You are still relying on someone or something external than you to tell you that you're on the right path, to tell you that you're doing a good job, to validate what you're feeling. Only once you are in that position where you say, you know what? fuck this, I don't want to live this life anymore, I'm going to change and I'm going to do it for me regardless if everyone else around me thinks it's stupid, judges me, criticizes me, I'm going to do it. In that space, that is where you are taking your power back. And I'm giving you all these tips and tools because I want to have you go through an easier process of alchemizing than me. I didn't really have a teacher when I went through my healing. And so now I'm trying to be this teacher for you. Cancel clear on the trying. Don't know where that came from. Now I am teaching you the tips and tricks that allowed me to do my healing, to alchemize myself. So that way you can also use them. If it resonates with you, that's great. Leave a review for this podcast episode. Leave a Google review. Send this message and this podcast to a friend if it truly resonates with you. If not, you can keep listening. You can move on. That's completely fine with me. I'm here to share my message to help anyone who is on this path. And with that being said, I bring you to tip number two. And that is to ensure that you are balancing your solar plexus. So your solar plexus chakra is connected to your stomach. It is your fire center. It is connected to the color yellow. It's also connected to your comfort zone. So when we are living consistently in our comfort zone, our solar plexus is just dimmed. Like there's no light there. There's no fire energy. We're just staying in our lower two energy centers. And for the most part, it would be around fear and be around, I'm not worthy of change. So until you clear those two out, until you start to work on your lower three energy centers and especially your solar plexus, are going to continue to look outside of you for this help. And if you're tired of that, if you're ready to take action and to help yourself, then start to balance your lower three energy centers. The reason why I mentioned your lower three energy centers and especially your solar plexus is because as I've noticed with my clients, we do the reprogramming, which primarily focuses on the lower two chakras. We pull up all of the fears that relate to their worth. We pull up all the fears relating to their past, their traumas. We release a shame. We connect them back to their body, connect them back to their feminine energy of feeling and trusting. But then after those two are cleared, after the beliefs have been reprogrammed, the solar plexus, that is all you. I could help with the reprogramming of pulling up the trauma, breaking soul contracts, I can do all that, but taking action, that is the solar plexus energy and that is up to you. 
because I can't force you to eat healthy. I can't force you to meditate every day. I can't force you to quit your job and start a business. Even if your soul is asking you to do so, even if I know that that will help you, I can't do it. One, because most of the time I have clients all over the world and let me tell you, that would get pretty pricey if I'm consistently traveling around the world to hold your hand, to push you into doing something. In addition to that, it's not my job. If I continue to push my clients or yell at them or force them to do this work, they're still not going to do it. They're going to do it because they feel they should because I told them, not because they actually want to. So by balancing your solar plexus, I have noticed amazing results for myself and my clients as soon as you do so. Because now the fire has been activated within you. Now you are living through your purpose. Now you have a purpose for why you're doing these conscious practices that you yourself channeled. Because again, in this day and age, this age of Aquarius, when there's so much information out there, we're forgetting the primary source of information that will lead us to our highest and greatest good. And that's our highest self. So until we start to connect more with our highest self, you're going to continue to be able to follow, sorry, you're going to continue to follow what your brother said is the right thing to do, what your friend said is the only way to accomplish this, what people on TikTok are saying is this is the only way. And we forget what our way is. We forget what our highest self is saying, hey, we're different than everybody else, but I know that this is going to work for us. So let's try it. One of the things that I focus so much on in the Alchemy Coaching Program is this connection with your highest self. And every single time you are connected to your highest self, you are coming from a place of higher consciousness. You are coming from a different dimension a different reality in which you're already living the life that you want to be living. If you want to be a certain ideal weight, your highest self is already there. If you want to be in a divine relationship, your highest self is already there. And we forget to connect with that part of ourselves because if you've never been trained to do so, if you never believe it is possible for you to, then yeah, you're going to continue to look outside of you to say, okay, well, Jimmy and Bob and Samantha and Sam or Stephanie they're telling me to do it this way, so I'm going to follow. And that's not the path to take. That is the path that will lead you in confusion because you're going against what is part of your soul path. Jimmy, and I'm just going to continue to use Jimmy, Jimmy may be on a completely different path than you, with a completely different belief system. So his way of doing conscious practices to, say, get a dream body, it works for him. Because his beliefs match his energy, matches his purpose. But if you have a belief system, yet try and do the practices that match a different belief system that goes against your own, then there's no congruence there. There's no harmony there. And so there's going to be a lot more resistance in you making those changes. But by balancing your solar plexus, you will then find your purpose again. Backed with having the empowerment and the worth that you are good enough to do so, backed with feeling safe going into the unknown as you do so. Again, this divine balance of the subconscious and the conscious reprogramming is what allows you to continue to alchemize your life. 
That's my step number two for you. And my tip number three is to learn how to connect with your highest self. If you don't know yet, I have a highest self portal course coming out in June, and this is teaching you exactly how to connect with your highest self. It teaches you how to hear the voices of your ego, of your survival self, your undercurrent, and your highest self. It teaches you how to open up your psychic abilities in order for you to receive the messages. How to channel about the future, how to create from your highest self, and also how to self-heal. The most important thing that I teach everybody how to self-heal, because in that space, you are your own teacher, healer, and guide. And if that resonates with you, then you can sign up for the waitlist through the link in the bio. It's opening in June, and I'm so truly excited. So if that resonates with you, I would love to see you in this portal. Now, with all that being said, it's very easy to want to take the easy way out. That's what it is. The easy way out is to have somebody else try and do the work for us. And we've been programmed this way. We've been programmed to take the easy way out. Look at the life that we're living right now. It's all about comfort and instant gratification and now, now, now energy. We no longer have that virtue of patience. So this is my fourth tip for you. Embody the virtue of patience. One of my favorite ways of doing this is to test it out in little ways every day. Asking myself, okay, and my partner and I do this all the time because we're both working on embodying patience and we'll have a like competition with each other and we'll call each other out on this too of what are you being called to learn here? Is it patience? It's not fun, is it? No, but sit with it. So start testing out in your daily life. So little small things to allow you to embody patience. One of the things that I have done with a couple of my clients is have them plant a plant, plant a plant, have them, yeah, plant a seed. And that plant is going to be representing their own growth. And this is so powerful because it allows the clients to see, and you can do this as well and see how powerful it is for you. But making that intention that this plant is you, that you are sending all the love that you send the plant to you. And in that process, you're going to see that your growth, aka the growth of the plant, is slow. Nature is slow. The modern day living, the matrix, the matrix is fast. The matrix is go, go, go. I need it now. I need to stay busy or else I'm not good enough. Blah, blah, blah. Nature is go with the flow. Everything feels great. Don't need to rush. (laughs) Sounds like I'm on my own high there. And that's exactly what life is like. So by having this own plant that is you, you're going to embody patience because you're going to continue to send love to it, healing to it, nutrients to it, water it every single day without actually seeing anything, right? The plant has to create its roots, its foundations. The same thing with alchemy coaching is when you are starting off, it's doing all the inner work, all the inner work of reprogramming, letting go of the past, letting go of the fears, doing all the healing that your soul is asking you to do to allow you to break out of the matrix. And then there's that little tiny sprout and you are so happy to see it because it's new, it's growth, it's life. Think about if you've ever planted something. 
and you see that one little sprout coming up and you're like, oh my gosh, I created this. Oh my goodness. It's so beautiful. It's so cute. Look, it's growing. That's you. But we don't send that same love to ourselves. We send comparison. We send expectations. We send judgments and the shoulds and the shouldn'ts of where we should be because we feel that we should be somewhere right now. And if we're not, then it's not working, right? If we have to struggle, it's not worth it. So asking yourself, is your own healing worth it? Because if it's not, yeah, go to the easiest solution. Go to every other person you want to, to help you solve your problems. But if you are willing to put yourself through that time of your own growth, that time where you don't necessarily see any changes, thinking about, and I have this one client who she is wanting to lose weight. And again, I gave her the same practice. But when you're wanting to lose weight, you don't see the changes like the day after you work out. It's not like one minute you're not in your ideal body, the next minute six pack and big massive arms and whatever else you're wanting in your ideal body. You have to work at it. You have to take those slow steps. And every single time you show up for yourself, even when you don't want to, that is how you make those changes. That is how you continue to grow. So going back to the practice that my partner and I do with each other is incorporating those little pieces of patience into our day. So finding an accountability partner. Here's my fourth tip for you. Embody patience by finding an accountability partner that will call you out on your shit when you are not embodying patience. If you want something done right now, ask yourself, am I being patient? When am I being called to learn here? For the most part, it's going to be patience. Same thing with your growth, same thing with your healing. You want to be in an ideal spot. You want to be further along than you actually are right now. Well, the reason why you're not there is because you haven't embodied patience yet to realize that you're meant to be where you are in order for you to then continue to go in the path that you want to go in. It's a weird kind of twisted situation, but that's how it works. Until we accept where we are, until we learn what we're being called to learn in the space that we are in, we're going to continue to stay in the space we are in until we learn the lesson. And so in this space of always asking other people for help or expecting the easy way out, cancel that. Embody patience. Get your own plant. Find different ways and accountability partner to help you out on this journey. And I promise you, that if you can stick with it, you will start to notice these changes. The fifth really important thing to know about this process of alchemizing, this process of healing and taking back your own power by helping yourself is that it's going to be uncomfortable. That's like the number one thing. I feel like I should write that right across my website, all my posts, all my platforms. Working on yourself is freaking uncomfortable. If I could describe it, it would be like laying on a bed of nails, but waiting for a tiger to attack you at the same time as the room is filling up with water. (laughs) Extreme, but that's how uncomfortable it is. Like any uncomfortable situation you've ever been in, that's what you go through every single time you alchemize. And there's a reason for this. And by knowing this reason, it can allow you to, again, see that, I have to help myself. I can't rely on anybody else. And not to say that you can't trust anybody else. People will disappoint you. But that no one else can do the work for you. 
So nothing will work for you until you are willing to take that action and step for yourself, which is why you are doing this healing work, right? You want to be able to heal yourself, but you're going to need to be the one to wake up at 5 a.m. every morning to meditate. You are the one who's going to need to do a gratitude journal every single day to raise your vibration. You're going to need to work out every day to channel and move all the stagnant and stuck energy to sit and challenge those beliefs when they come up. No one else can do that for you. And it's easy to say that the stuff that you go through doesn't work, but it only doesn't work because you didn't follow through with it. It's like planting that seed and saying, I didn't grow anything, but you didn't feed it. You didn't water it. You didn't give it nutrients. So yeah, no shit, it's not going to grow because it's not in the environment to be able to grow. You have to create that own environment. But in saying so, it's very uncomfortable because you're putting yourself into the unknown. You're putting yourself into what your survival self has been working so hard for your whole life to not be in. I use the example of when I ended up having COVID, I couldn't work. So I had to just be, I had to rest. And one of my beliefs was that I needed to do more, to be more, to be worthy. And in that space, I literally couldn't do anything. So I felt so much discomfort of just resting and sitting and letting my partner help me because I was challenging that belief. The fears in myself of I'm not going to be worthy. I'm going to lose him. I'm not going to be good enough. It sent me spiraling out of control until I was able to sit with the discomfort, identify those beliefs, and then say to myself, I know it's uncomfortable. I know I don't like it. But I know if I just sit with this, if I do what I have learned, what my highest self is channeled to be, then I will get through this. And so that's a reminder for you too, that even if it's uncomfortable, you will get through this. You will get through all of the challenging times, all of the moments that you want to give up and you want to take that easy route out of expecting somebody else to do the healing for you. Take a step back, sit back, ask yourself, do I believe I'm strong enough to do this? And don't even ask your survival self because if you are, you're probably going to get a no because your survival self is saying, we can't go there. We need to stay in the safety zone I've created for you. Don't you dare take a step out. But your highest self is going to cheer you on, is going to tell you, yeah, no shit, you can do this. We've done it before. We've gotten through worse. We can get through anything. Keep going. And so that's the part of you that you can continue to connect with to give you that motivation and that strength to do what is uncomfortable when you know it's on the path to your highest and greatest good. Another thing to do is to start to balance your solar plexus chakra. Connect with your highest self as much as you can. Embody the virtue of patience. And then know that it's going to be uncomfortable but you can 100% do this. The reason why I'm so passionate about this episode is because I don't like to see the people that I love and those in my community not being where they want to be. I know that I can't, I can only do as much as I can do. I can't force them to do anything. I can't force you to even listen to this whole podcast episode, even if I knew that it would help you. But all I can do is continue to push you to the point where you are no longer willing to settle for your own suffering. 
Because in that space, that is where you'll finally take a stand and say, I want to help myself. Even if it's challenging, I want to help myself. And with all that being said, if this resonates with you, if you haven't yet, share it with a friend, share it with a loved one. Spread this knowledge and wisdom because maybe it's easier for me to give them that swift kick in the ass than it is for you to tell them, hey, you're sitting in your own suffering, get the frick frack out. Share it with them. That would mean so much to me. And if you haven't yet already, I would love and truly appreciate for you to follow, leave a review. Any review helps so much with me continuing to send this wisdom and guidance and knowledge for you on your journey so you can do the healing a lot quicker and faster and with ease and grace. And with all that being said, I am sending you so much love and namaste. I hope you gained some wisdom through this episode to alchemize your life by design. If you're on a journey of spiritual ascension, check out Cosmic Creation Coaching, Lady Healing, and join the Alchemize Self Facebook group for direct access to the free weekly cosmic meditation sessions held every Thursday at 7 p.m. EST. It's time to reclaim your power, reprogram your mind, and remember your divinity. Namaste, beautiful beings of love and light.